Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. We also have an email, mail at ivypod.com. And yeah, that's about it. Oh, support us on Patreon. Uh, let's begin episode 90 of the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. Hello, Clayton. Hi, John. How are you doing? I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm trying to get back into use to this. We're, we're get, we dusted off the old computer equipment. We're yes, using we Skype. Did. Yeah, so, I mean, if people have been listening to our show. So here, we, what's today? It's, it's, it's April, April 13th, 2020, and we are in day, I don't know, what are we in? The third week now of the coronavirus lockdown here in Illinois. Just a little time stamp for everybody. Yeah, we're we're. It feels like we've been in it for a lot longer than that. Yeah, the last show we were just about to get started. Like we recorded the week, I believe it was the week before Pritzker announced the shelter in place for Illinois. Uh, that was uh, and that was so that was the last time we actually met that day for that show. But now it's been a Wednesday. Yep. Yeah, I believe it was a Wednesday. But now, so it's been what, yeah, it's been what, a few weeks. Would it have been Friday when he? Announced yeah, it then? He he did announce it. I think it was that that next Friday, and then the official, it officially went into place that Saturday after he announced it. So, so yeah, oh. we've been we've been. Uh, I know I've been home for three weeks, and it's uh, it's been quite the experience. Yeah, I I worked from home for two weeks, and then got called back into work. Yeah. So yeah, so that was. Uh, I kind of got got kind of started to get in the swing of being home. Um, a little bit. I, I don't, it's my job doesn't suit. It's not suited for being at home. So, yeah. um, I was happy to kind of go back, I was, but, uh, you know, we, we actually ended up having, they laid a bunch of people off. So that ended up being super sad and, and crappy. Um, and so not, under those terms, I didn't want to go back, but, um, so far everybody's pretty healthy and we don't interact with the public or anything. So we're good in that regard. That's cool. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a, yeah, I've been, uh, you know, dad mode, just, uh, trying to keep, keep a routine. Oh boy. What's that thing? Um, but the, uh, trying to keep a routine at home with, with the family, we got e-learning we're doing every day. And so we try to, I try to just keep a schedule, like it's kind of school. So we do e-learning in the morning and then, then we move on and we do, we do like PE class. That's the kids always ask, what are we doing for PE class today? So that's been kind of a hit. Well, that that seems like you might be your favorite class as well. Yeah, yeah. I try to try to have well, fun with it. I like I like uh, gym. I like uh, recess. Those are my favorite classes. <laughs> That's what my son. I, my son used to say that all the time. That PE was his favorite. Which hey, why not? Hey, physical education. I mean, hey, it counts. I think I, I'm, Illinois is one of the few states that does it as. Uh, extensively as they do as far as i know oh really uh, yeah i don't think uh, most states don't have it every day like like a lot of like illinois schools do and i don't know if they still have it every day but um most when we were in school we did and i don't think a lot of states are like that wow um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah i think it's a good thing 
personally. I sure do too, especially now more than ever with, you know, kids on their phones and on devices or, you know, doing non, just not being active. You know, I think right. it's good to do something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And uh, I think it's good that you guys are doing it at home too, because that's, that's like, we've been trying to get outside and Lucy's in kindergarten. So the e-learning, e-learning thing isn't like, it's pretty minimal. Like they, what she's having to do, we're, we're doing sure. everything we're supposed to, but it's just not that time consuming. Um, and I'm, I'm sure my wife is kind of glad she isn't, you know, having to go super hard on all that stuff, but we only have one, so it's not too bad, uh, at all. So, uh, we try to run her, if you will. <laughs> just, <laughs> well, yeah, you, you have to, if you want to get them to, especially with the nice weather we've had, you want to get the kids right. out and get them worn out. So they go to bed on, on time. It helps. It helps me, uh, just for keeping my sanity especially with the two little ones i try to try to get them worn out and then have a nap time in the afternoon just so i can have some peace and quiet for a short amount of time that's been the biggest transition for me i was thinking about because i'm used to i work in streeter so i spend you know a good 35 minute drive one way uh mm-hmm. so oh you know over an hour of driving uh alone in my car and then i i go to work and i spend most of my day behind a desk alone you know working away but so when you when you add it all up, I spend a lot of time alone time just and which is cool. I like that. I'm used to that. I kind of when I was growing up, I had a lot of alone time just playing by myself. And so mm-hmm. it, that doesn't bother me. So that's been the biggest transition for me in this last three weeks of being at home with the kids. It's just nonstop. No alone time. Right. I'm just like this constantly kids asking me for something or we're active with something or or you know, the two-year-old's pulling on my shirt, wants something. I mean, it's just nonstop. So uh, that was actually last week. I was like, my wife was home. I think it was, I don't know what it was Friday, maybe. And I'm just like, I got to get out. I got to go. I'm going to go play some disc golf or something. And uh, I just got to get out of the house for a little bit, be alone, put some mm-hmm. ear pod. I just wanted to put a podcast on, be alone. And for a little while. Just uh, go for just, a walker. Yeah, that, go- that's basically what disc golf is. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, although I was very disappointed, they they've kind of cracked down a little bit. And I knew this was coming. I, I saw these groups of people playing disc golf, and I'm like, "You guys, you're gonna ruin this. There's too many people. You're pushing it." And I saw, and, and sure enough, they they taped off all of the disc golf baskets in Peru. And I've been seeing online that's actually pretty common now. They're they're closing down most everything. Which makes sense. I mean, if you're going to close down the parks, you got to close down everything. Although I'm surprised that it, at least in Peru, they've they've left the Baker Lake uh, walkway open. I'm not sure how the other towns. I've, I think I heard LaSalle closed down everything. I think I thought I saw that Ottawa did not close everything yet. I could have that wrong. But yeah, hopefully people can do that safely. You think. Uh, yeah, it's just in terms of, I mean, walking, I mean, you, you can, you can stay six feet apart. I mean, that's not, that's well, I guess, the uh, the Peru police chief was on, I don't know which news agency, local news agency was on, but he was quoted as he didn't say this. I, I'm going to paraphrase in my own words, but he more or less said, you know, don't be assholes to the cops people because people are going online on Facebook and even to police officers faces. We're basically calling them stupid because they're, they're, they're kind of, they've got, at least in Peru, they've got patrols now where they're just kind of, especially at Baker Lake, they've got like a, like a souped up golf cart, police golf cart that they go around in. 
And just to make sure everybody's following the rules uh, and they've got signs posted everywhere. But I guess if they see somebody, you know, they, they, they split them up, you know, if they see people walking right next to each other. And it doesn't matter if it's a husband and wife or a family that, you know, because they don't know who's who. So the, if they see anybody, they're just kind of having a zero tolerance and just saying, hey, you guys got to split it up. And I guess they've been getting some ignorant remarks back to them, <laughs> you know, just like, hey, you know, I, I, I go home and I'm with my wife. What you know, you're going to split me up when we're walking. And it's like they're just doing their job. <laughs> Right. But, uh, well, so I guess yeah, he was on. He was on. I mean, I could see it a little who bit. Who are these couples ways. that are going walking together? You're all at home all day together, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Oh, hey, I, I I'm guilty there. Amanda and I have taken some long walks. Uh, it's take the dogs that the, our dogs have gotten walked more these past three weeks than they've probably ever been walked before. I think. Did you see that internet meme where it's the dogs up hiding? Because it's like. It doesn't want to be walked anymore. It's had too no. many walks. It's like they never leave and all they want to do is walk me. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's pissed because the people are home all the time. <laughs> That's true. But uh, uh, yeah, I saw I saw that thing in Peru. I don't know how it is in all the towns, but I, I know I, I saw that and I was like, hey, I, I see what they mean. Like, it seems silly that, you know, a family would get split up. But I also see that police are just doing their job. I mean, come right. on. This isn't, I don't know if it's too uh, draconian. You know, I don't think we're getting there yet. I, I think you know they're they're not issuing tickets. They're not. Um, they're just asking people to to be safe, and and we know that this is dangerous, and it is starting to spread around here. I mean, um, you know, they're, they're probably one of the. This is the first person that's directly related to someone that I know um, that has it. So um, that's kind of weird. Uh, and and uh, another guy that we know pretty well is on. Uh, quarantine because they were exposed so oh geez uh, yeah so i don't want to name names i don't think there's any reason to but um yeah so i mean it's it's happening i mean you could think whatever you want to think about all this and it could be whatever if your theory is it's all being blown out of proportion fine if not it's irrelevant but they are we are erring on the side of caution uh because it you know it, it, we we really don't see seemingly we don't have much of a choice <laughs> No, other than, no. Other than and hopefully, potentially seeing a bunch of people die. And hopefully, I mean, we haven't seen a ton of cases, though, locally just yet. So hopefully everything that everybody's doing is working. I've seen little by little, week by week since this all started, you can see the stores have changed their tactics where, you know, like Walmart, they they limit the number of people who can go into the store. High V, I V was really weird because High V in Peru, they... They locked, like they shut all their doors except for the main entrance. And then they have like a kid there give you a 20 second spiel about how you got to stay away from everybody before he'll let you in. I thought that was a little odd. Um, actually, I think it was John from Hard Rock Radio Network was like, hey, you know, this is kind of a fire code thing for you guys to be locking all the doors like this, which is probably right about that. It did seem well, really weird. Ivy seemed weird. Uh, that one they, was like the doors might not be locked. They're just not letting people in them. That's and they can unlock true. them really quick too. I, I could be yeah. that, but yeah, Possibly, I was a thrown yeah. off because I love my. I'm I'm a I'm a liquor. I, I go in that area. I go in the liquor side. Yes, and that's my uh, my trick. My my high V hack. And uh, yeah, we've been doing pickup there anyway. I haven't really had to go in there much. So um, one yeah, pickup a week. It's tough though because you know it's everything's. There's so many things that are out. That they have to substitute and things like that. Oh yeah, it's been terrible. 
Like, Although my kids were very, very excited because they had to substitute the the extra cheesy, creamy mac and cheese with the typical mac and cheese, craft mac and cheese. And man, they love that stuff. I'm no, I'm normal. I, yeah, well, it, so there's right there's the you know the generic mac and cheese, and then you got your regular craft mac and cheese. Then they have like mac and they've got craft mac and cheese, you know, thick and creamy, which yeah. is a little more expensive. And I'm too cheap to buy the pay the extra thirty cents. You normally just get the generic one too. We get yeah, I normally get the generic, although the kids don't like that. It's amazing how they can be so picky about mac and cheese, but they just love the regular craft mac and cheese. But and and I'm usually too cheap to spend the extra whatever thirty fifty cents to get the extra creamy. Mm-hmm. So as a substitute from high V, we got the extra creamy, and boy oh boy, did they love it! Like <laughs> this stuff's great. You know, we got to get this all the time. <laughs> don't because then no. it'll become <laughs> then they'll always yeah. You had to give them a treat. You know, if they have it all the time, it's not a treat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's hilarious. That's been uh, yeah. That's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But yeah, so everything's ramping up lo- locally and. It's it's it is what it is. I I've been kind of I kind of stopped watching a lot of the news coverage of it just because I felt I honestly was starting it. You know when you, you the hairs on the back of your neck start to stand up, you feel like something's something's wrong type feeling. And I was starting to get that feeling with the news media, and I, I think I I think a lot of people have shared the same criticism, and we just how crazy the media has got with all this stuff and. I just yeah. I, I start. I started to feel manipulated. You know, a lot I feel of like- a lot of real broad leaps. And I, 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 as a scientist, and and I, I fancy myself to be one, because um, I am. I, I, it drives me insane. Um, the conclusions that are drawn from some of the stuff that they talk about. It's insane. No one's going to stand. The, it's never news when someone goes. We don't know what the hell's going on. we have no idea what's going to happen it could be bad it might not be that bad but we think it might be but we're not sure and we're going to shout about it and make you all scared yeah um we're going to do some projections that are pretty ugly real dire and grim uh but the reality is we don't know shit so uh just bear with us and that's basically what they're doing and everybody's climbing onto it and that they truly don't know and that's the scariest part and that's why everybody freaked out that's why everybody bought toilet paper because that was one thing to control so they don't know when it's going to be safe to reopen things because they don't have an idea how they're going to do it they're working on it i think that they, they, they they don't even know the testing is kind of coming along, but they want to be able to do an antibody test. That seems like the only reasonable way that they're ever going to be able to reopen things this year. So just yeah. to determine if you've had it or not. Right. So, uh, and that, what does that even mean? Right. So there, there's just a lot of unanswerable questions at this point. And, and, uh, and maybe I'm not, not I, I think I understand it pretty well. It's like, no, you don't know for sure. Um, you know, we very well could have had it. Um, and that, that's kind of what they're wondering. And, and until they go around and do in, in, in antibody testing in mass, you have no idea what the hell's going on. Right. My uh, Amanda, my wife and I both about a month apart, we both had a pretty, pretty bad illness where we just thought it was respiratory, just like the just influenza, where I was lucky to get it on like a Friday. So uh, I didn't actually miss work, but I was out. I mean, I, I normally colds and sickness, I can deal with it pretty well, but this one, I was down and out. I was on the couch and in bed 
for the for at least three. What's that? February. That no, that goes back a while. That was back in like October, and then she got it in November. So maybe that's too far back. I don't know. Yeah. Well, seemingly it would be. I had yeah, I had like a strep, but that I don't think I don't know. Everybody thinks they got it now. Every time I cough, (laughs) take a sip of water, kind of goes down the wrong tube. Like oh, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Damn it. So yeah, who knows? I mean, I, heck, this this past weekend, I mean, I I didn't feel good on Friday, and now it went around my whole house. So I know I'm not doing a very good job social distancing because I brought a stomach bug home for my whole family to get. So oh jeez, um, yeah. So I can. Well, I can I've sh- uh, I've started my later, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we want the details of of that. I don't know from the text well, message you you sent me. That sounded kind of gruesome. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've I've actually I, my mom made made me a mask or a couple masks, so I've started wearing them when I go to the stores. Although the the first time I wore it, man, did I feel weird. I still feel really really weird going to the store wearing a mask. So what I do is I I, I this is how it's, this is just me because I'm so I'm trying to deal with my own embarrassment is even though I shouldn't be, but I am. Well, I think I think I'd probably have it worse than yeah than you. But, I, I, but I, I wear the mask and I take when I go to the store, I take my glasses off and I got my hat on. But I, when I take my glasses off, I, I, I can't see. <laughs> That's how I deal with my own embarrassment. I figure if I can't see anybody. I can't be embarrassed. Right. Wow. That's a pretty good. I couldn't do that. I'm, I'm way too blind. Uh, I can ah. just see the, the racks in front of me and that's all I can see. And that's all I need to see. Nice. Like I'm just walking in a tunnel when I walk through the store. It's kind of weird, but it's working. <laughs> I need to come up with something for that, I guess. I, I don't know. We're, we've been talking about it at work, whether we should be wearing them uh, at work. I mean, we're a, we're a small group now, especially. And, um, you know, we're in we're it's not a it's, it's a big ish place, especially for the amount of people that are there. But we do kind of work around one another. And it's like probably would be a good idea. But then it's also like someone's got to make that leap to do yeah. it. Um, I get, you know, in some countries it's rude if you're not wearing one now. So, yeah. Uh, well, I was surprised. I, so just over the past few times I've had to go to the store. I, when I went to target in Peru, I like nobody was wearing masks and nobody, the store employees, nobody and nothing. And then I went to little dollar general. Cause I was on a search for toilet paper. I'd, we'd finally run out and I was trying to find toilet paper. And Target didn't have it. And I, I don't know why, but I went in the Home Depot just because it's right next to it. And, you know, I couldn't even find I don't think they even have it. So and nobody had masks on in there. And then I went to Little Dollar General, the tiny little store. And I think I saw more people with masks on in that little tiny store than any other store. And I found my toilet paper there. So that was a big hit. Nice. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird. It's but I, I it seems like more and more people are starting to wear masks. It's it's weird. But uh, I just get I get frustrated when I see an older person not wearing a mask. It's like, come on, you should know better. <laughs> yeah. Or they're just in. Maybe they don't care. I, I, I yeah, guess that's, that's kind of that. or they don't believe it. You know, I don't know. I think pretty much all news stations, no matter which one you subscribe to, or they're all kind of on board with everything being recommended. So it's not that, um, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I haven't yet, John, I don't have one either and I don't know where to get one. And I don't want to, I don't know. I'm sure I could figure out how to make one, but 
Well, um, I can talk to my mom for you. I mean, if, if my mom's listening to this podcast, mom, Clayton needs he needs a mask. So okay. I'll see are you your parents staying up. home? Like they're they have been to? doing a good job. They have been staying home. Yes, they have. Yeah, a target pickup is pretty rad too, John. Okay, I'm just saying that's one. Hive, you got to schedule like four or five days ahead of time. Target basically that day, you can get what you need. That's just, cool. Yeah. So that I recommend that as well. So I have kind of been avoided. I have gone into Hy-Vee just to get beer. I haven't deprived myself of that experience yet. So <laughs> no, I have not either. Probably actually uh, the opposite direction. But <laughs> probably <laughs> oh, drinking more. Probably been drinking more beer than I should. <laughs> we had those. We started doing a Wednesday poker night online. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah that's those, been fun. They've been a big hit for me. I can tell you that. Um, oh yeah. It's fun. Uh, well, I, uh, you know what's nice about it is we we play poker. We've been we've been playing poker for ages with our friends, and but now because of this, it's forced us to to go to play online, and then we're using a big Skype call to have everybody talk. But it's cool because we got guys who moved away who are getting in on the game. So it's I hope we continue to do it even when it's done. It's it's been fun. Yeah, it, it was a little <laughs> weird the first week, you know, just getting used to the getting used to the communication. Yeah. Uh, and and it's it is, of course, it's like I, I know with like our poker games, a tendency is that there's a lot of crosstalk and crosstalk doesn't work so well on Skype. Oh, yeah. No, it actually uh, it, it actually makes the conversation better because um, you can't talk over each other. Right. In a sense. More focused. Yeah. And, the, and then too, like um, you're a little more thoughtful with what you might bring up or whatever. And then and then also like. Um, you know, the game moves pretty quick, although, I mean, we still seemingly can only play like one tournament, if you will, but that's fine. Yeah. We play a ton of hands. Um, but I, I, I yeah, I, I quite enjoy that part of it. it. Was It's 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 interesting kind of watching it play out um, in that way. Uh, yeah, that's it's, it's been it's pretty neat. I, I, I there's a few this time of year. There's every time of year. There's always certain beers that are seasonal that you can only get at certain times of the year. So that's what I'm, that's why I go. Cause I'm like, well, I mean, huh, you know, this one's <laughs> coming out. I mean, I kind of want it. <laughs> so, and I got one of them last weekend and then there's another one probably coming this week too. So I'll be heading back maybe with a mask. I don't know. We'll see. I, I should mention it as just a side note, but we are attempting to do something new. I actually, I, I, I mentioned it at the beginning of the show that, that we, with our intro, that we're on Patreon now. You know, nor, we're uh, we're trying something new. So it, it we, we're I'm just, I should lay it out now. I guess we should be more excited about this. We're we're jumping on the Patreon bandwagon. So Patreon has been around for quite a long time now. I'd, I'd say probably five five years or so, maybe six. But it's it's a it's for it's like a crowdsourcing type thing if you're not familiar with it. But if you listen to podcasts, you probably heard about it. So the idea is that you can it's just a way for to cut out the I guess to do to fund your show without sponsorships. So we're we're going to try that out for a little while. And so the, the idea is that you can go on and so and, and it'll be in our show notes today, the link to our Patreon. But. I think I set it up at a dollar per month and for the for the basic level and then ten dollars per month as like the fancy level where you might get some stuff from us. And yeah. if you and, and then you can also do like just a one time whatever you want type thing. 
So this is it's something new. And I just wanted to throw it out there. We're going to try it out and see if it works for us. I I was always apprehensive to do it in the past because there was one show that I listened to. I can't even think of the name of the show, but they jumped on it like early on and they got really annoying about it. Like they would really guilt you, the listener. They would always be throwing it out there and guilting the listener like, hey, you guys really should, you know, donate to us. And it got to the point where I stopped listening to the show because I got so annoyed with how <laughs> they were do how they handled it. And and then and and then I've just had an aversion to the Patreon idea in general as a result. So uh, but I, I don't know. It just seems to make sense for us to try it out. So if you're well, interested, we, maybe we could do a special, you know, a special episode or something, do something at some point for the if we if we get some folks that are, are willing to do that. Yeah. And you know, it's new, new to us and I don't, we'll probably mess it up because if you do the, yeah, I don't know how it's going to work, but we're trying it out. So Patreon, you can support our show on Patreon now and we're going to try to do some new things. We, we, the whole Corona lockdown has pushed us to try some new things. Clayton and I are actually attempting to, to do some like almost like what they do on Twitch and YouTube where you talk during while playing a video game. So we're doing, we tried that out a couple weeks ago with, uh, we played a couple games of Madden and we recorded the audio, but honestly, Clayton, it's been, it's been, I've been struggling to get through the editing because it's the, the audio was pretty rough and I didn't do anything to help the situation in terms of linking the audio with the video and it's, and, and then I forgot to record some of the video. So it's there, it's broken and, yeah, we're just definitely gonna, it. We're gonna, it's fine. No, no, no. <laughs> I think we should. I think we should try it again. Oh, try it again, but don't. Yeah. don't feel like you got to make that into something. Plus, the yeah. gameplay was. Not yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. It's and but but anyway, and we're gonna throw it on. We I've got a YouTube channel. We've got a YouTube channel. We've just never actually used it before. So this will give us a chance to try to put some new types of media out there. We're gonna we're gonna try it out. That's a good but, idea. I like it. Why not? But, uh, locally, I don't have, I mean, we've talked about kind of the local impact of the uh, COVID-19 and it's kind of hard to, and that's, I thought we were actually going to record more often when this all happened, but it's like, what do you talk about? And it's like all that there is in the paper is stuff about the coronavirus. It's like, I don't know if people want to hear any more about this. I know I'm sick of it and I don't want to, don't really want to talk more. Yeah. I, I mean, all I can offer is my, like, uh, a, a view from my seat, you know, kind of how I see it sort of thing. And, and um, yeah, I mean, there's a few things that I think are kind of funny about it. I think there's some things that are, okay, you know, been nice about it. You know, uh, it's nice not to be talking of politics or being inundated with Trump crap all the time. Uh, that was wearing thin, um, you know, you're still getting it. It's just, it spun a little different now. Um, so I, you know, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. I, 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 there are a few things that I think are comical that, that, you know, as it's, it's, this stuff has been set up, but yeah, I, what else is going on? I mean, there's no sports. There's no, I mean, I got, I got a little bit of a hard time for my wife for playing video games. I'm like, she's like, we, I haven't played hardly anything since like 2013, probably yeah. six or seven years since my daughter was born. I just didn't stop playing. Them. I just didn't have time. And she's like, I don't like you doing this. I'm like, I, if, what's the difference if I'd be watching a Cubs game and they're on every day? She's yeah. like, touche, touche. It's <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, I, you're, I mean, I, you're not wrong. I, I don't necessarily feel great about it either, but I'd be parking my butt watching a three hour baseball game to, you know, without any issue. So, 
you know, maybe once or twice a week, I sit down for an hour. I don't think it's uh, that big a deal. Yeah, um, I, and it really wasn't bit. anyway, but. I've jumped on. My kids play a lot, especially last week was the spring break, so they didn't have any e-learning. So, and for, I mean, the weather was decent for half the week, so we they got outside quite a bit. But the other half was pretty wasn't great. It was a little chilly and rainy, so uh, there was quite a bit of video game play at my house. So I, I jump on and play with play with them from time to time. I think I mentioned at the past two shows my uh, Brawlhalla. I'm still I jump on and play that with my son Kyle because. He's pretty good at it, and we you can go online and compete against other people. And we've gotten pretty good working as you play team team versus team two versus two, and we've gotten pretty good working together. Uh, it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So it, and that's like a Smash Brothers style game, but it's free to yeah. play. So you I, can play I downloaded. It on, I got it. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's free on uh, all systems, including mobile devices, and it's 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 a fun game. It's I I like it better than smash brothers i feel like it's slightly faster and a little more balanced the characters versus smash brothers there's it's it's a different it's the same premise but the weapons that each character have is so unique to each character i just feel like uh the brawlhalla is a little more balanced character to character but so yeah that's been fun been doing that Nice. Yeah, but I got my daughter to play it. She's six. She won a oh, she nice. won a round of a round of four. Cool. Uh, yeah, and I didn't even tell her how to play it. I just gave her the controller and was like, "Here, try this." I'm trying to get her online with her other little cousin, um, so they could talk just to get her some interaction with kids her age. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're working on that still. So. Well, we tried. They did a my four year old's preschool did a Zoom meeting. That was really quite adorable to see this the zoom conference with all these little kids it was except uh mike my, my my particular four-year-old was just wasn't having it he was well, he, he wasn't in, he didn't want to do it he wasn't into it he jumped on and saw everybody but he, it just he didn't seem to get into it like i was hoping he would but it was still cute huh it's yeah nice that would trying be stuff like that huh yeah i think so i i uh Lucy hasn't, they haven't asked her to do that yet. So I'm kind of. Yeah, that was new. I'm surprised they actually tried to do it. That was from the uh, preschool through the school? Yeah, yeah, through the preschool at Northview in Peru. So nice. Yeah, locally, I thought there was something else locally, but I don't know. I, I, well, I guess one thing we could just mention is because you did the Instagram post on the new format for the paper. Now, is that just the News Tribune, or is the Times doing something like that, too? Do you know the tabloid? As far as I know, it's just the News Tribune. So the News Tribune and uh, LaSalle, they've switched their long-standing format newspaper yeah. to a Sun-Times-style tabloid. tabloid. Yeah. yeah, it was broadsheet is the, the formal, I believe, the industry term for what it was before. So uh, it, when you look at it, it kind of reads like a book now to me, or right. a magazine. Tabloid magazine, yeah. Tabloid magazine, which is, uh, I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with the format. It's just it's just been the same problem that we've just been complaining about. I mean, the news right now is all coronavirus related. so it's Well, you know, and the newspapers are hurting because none of the small businesses are going to advertise right now because they don't know what the hell is going to happen. So they're they're dying. And it's scary yeah. because we need local newspapers. So um, absolutely sign up for your, I mean, subscribe and pay. It's okay. Just do it. Go um, online. Yeah, do the online thing. 
it's not that much. Uh, they were asking for donations like Patreon, just like we just did. Uh, and I don't know if they did Patreon, but they were asking Shaw Media was asking for people. I mean, they took their uh, some of their full time people have been cut down to part time. They they cut all their freelance work. Um, it's n- not pretty. Uh, and that without that, we don't have any oversight on our local government. Right, right. Um, it's um, a dangerous proposition to lose your newspapers, folks. Now, there's other media outlets out there, uh, you know, us included, I suppose, but we don't we don't go out and do a whole lot of reporting. Uh, so, yeah, no, pay, pay money in because it's a value. You need it. Uh, if you can't afford it, obviously don't or something, you just lost your job or whatever. But, I mean, those who can, you know, do, please. Because right. it's it's important, yeah, and and that that's that's kind of a popular move for newspapers is to switch on that. I think it uses less paper. Uh, David Messima, who's uh, I think he commented on that the the Instagram post that as long as the reporters, if it saves money on paper, then it's worth it. As long as the reporters can go out and keep reporting, and I agree yeah, with that sure. wholeheartedly, a hundred percent. Absolutely. So. Oh, I, I think I mentioned it at our last show, but uh, we are still looking for a little assistance. If, ever, if you're at home on lockdown with nothing else to do and you want to help us out with a new uh, uh, logo, we're working on that. Actually, I made a few new ones myself. I, I did just that. I had some time and I was I'll have to send them over to you. See what you think, Clayton. Sure. I was, I was screwing around. But uh, oh, and uh, also we always do this. Shout out to local independent podcasts and radio personalities. Mentioned them before, the Hard Rock Radio Network streaming music. Always kicking it. Retro Arcade streaming music. My Worst Holiday podcast. Spark of Hope podcast. The Drunken Cousins podcast. They've been doing like live Instagram. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, trying something new. I like that. Uh, audio out sessions on YouTube. LP Lunch Club podcast. Loose Thursday podcast. Three the Hard Way podcast. Guys on the Radio podcast and Edge of Your Seat podcast. Although, Edge of Your Seat, I would doubt he has a lot to report on right now because that's a local sports podcast. Oh, right. So, but that's how. What are you going to do? Never, I, yeah. I, love, I love what uh, 670 The Score is doing right now with all the classic games they're broadcasting. Have yeah. you been listening to that at all? Not really. I've heard I mean, about it. It's, uh, it's, it's not that I've been listening, you know, like once in a while. Uh, it, it's really just driving in the car, or, or I'll, I'll even right. do the like the Alexa play six seventy the score type thing, and it like when I'm making supper and just hey, to, I'm making supper, or tell Alexa to play that, and all of a sudden it's playing the Cubs game two of the series against the Dodgers from I don't know how many years ago. It's like this is awesome. Yeah, I, I heard. Yeah, I've heard a couple of them, and I genuinely appreciate it. So I'm, I'm with you. I like it. It's something because baseball would be on right now. You'd be practicing. You'd be. We probably wouldn't be recording. Uh, exactly. That's true. Well, I was hoping we were going to be able to continue, and so, but yeah, for sure. Right now, we are. Well, this we, is all your fault. Yes, I'll take the blame. But this is cool. Now that we've now, so we started. Uh, wow, when we started nine years ago, we we used Skype with a program called Pamela for recording. And we've been using, we use that for the first, what do you think? Six years, probably, yeah, over, probably over 65 episodes or more were done using Skype to Skype between the two of us, even through interviews, we would use Skype and use this Pamela software to, to record it. And we stopped when once 
a couple things happened. We got some good equipment so we could do, uh, we could go record on location and then, and then also record at a, at a, you know, just our house or whatever. But then also there was a Skype update and it broke that Pamela recording software I used to use. So twofold, we stopped using the, the Skype method, but this, I did not know. And until recently, uh, did not know that this was a, this was a thing that we could use Skype now to, to record our shows. This is pretty awesome. And it's, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, um, hold on a second, Clayton, I'm just checking something, making sure we're still recording. Actually, now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, shoot, I, not very familiar with this, but no, I, I just bring that up because if you're out there and you want to create a podcast, you know, you're looking for some, some things to do like a new hobby. This is, this is actually really nice. The new Skype setup is, is easy and you just click record. That was, I don't know when they added that functionality, but it's super easy. I don't, I'm, I'm yet to see what the sound quality is cause we haven't mixed this yet, but you know, if you if you want to try to communicate with people and try to do a, a podcast, just just download Skype on your computer and try it out. Now, I would say that Skype on phones is a little iffy because when we tried to do the Skype recording to play the video games, we were doing phone to phone recording, and there's like a poker chip sound in the in the background, and and I know you you kept commenting is like, oh, you're all in, John, and I. And I'm like, I listened to it afterward when I was editing, and I was like, "What's he talking about?" And now I now I get it finally that you were mm-hmm. commenting on the the constant poker chip sound in the background. But yeah, try it out. It's this this works pretty good. This, I mean, of course, it's a challenge when you can't see the other person, but they do have video if you so choose. But I always worry that that's going to cut down on the bandwidth and reduce our record quality. So I try not to try not to do that. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh, I got a problem. Okay. Hang on a second. We're back. Sorry, that was a uh, unexpected uh, kid check. We had to do a kid checkup. Clayton and I both had to check on our kids, so <laughs> a little different. Right. Yeah, a little different. So, yeah. but yeah, I don't even I don't even know where we were. Oh, I was just rambling about Skype, so we can talk about. Oh, you, so you had we should you you'd sent me a variety of stories over the past few weeks. Is there any of these that jump out that you wanted to jump into? Yeah, I was starting to pull them up. I, I just thought, you know, as we've gotten into this, it's like hey, I send John stories as I see them in the news. And, and um, early, early, early on, I think well, March 21st, it was uh, DJ Black and Mild got uh, <laughs> he had coronavirus. Yeah. I hope he's doing OK. I just love the name. No, he uh, died. Did he? Oh, he did yeah. die, didn't he? DJ yeah. Black and Mild. Oh, man. Now I feel like an ass. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. But what a name. I I uh, I'm a fan. Uh, I, I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with DJ Black and Mild, but I me neither. I, I wasn't at all. I just thought the headline was, you know, kind of unless the headline. It was basically. I thought it was saying. Now I don't remember the story. Uh, uh, he was a DJ. He was a DJ and radio personality, and he brought 
bounce music to the radio. I'm not familiar with bounce music, so I'll have to check that out. Speaking of music, I do have to just throw out a quick correction because uh, I, I had said from the Drunken Cousins, I commented on the last show about the how you can discover music using Spotify because they were talking about it. And I was just kind of trying to give some suggestions as to how you can find new music with their Discover tab. But I was not aware that that is a PC thing only, As I think. That's because like I, when I'm at work, I have the PC app on, on my computer. And, and you have a lot of functionality on there and what you can do. And uh, ever since this has been going on, I haven't been using that. I'm just not on my PC very often. I use the phone app for Spotify more often. And there's you're so limited on there. You can't find new music like you can if you're on the PC. So I'm just oh. posting that, that correction from the last show that all that information I gave on the last show was sort of wrong if you're just using the Spotify app because you can't do much on there. I hope they fix that. It's kind of frustrating if you're used to the, the regular PC Spotify system. But anyway, just had to throw that out there. Mm. Well, good to know. Yeah, I so I, I just say that because it was as, as people started getting diagnosed or even people we've heard of um, with Corona and different stuff. It's it's um, it, it's kind of being it's notable uh, to say the least. I guess so. I, I I don't even remember how I forwarded that to you. So I'm, I'm kind of there's just a, a handful of things that were going on and. There was um, DJ. You sent the one about DJ Black and Mild, and the next day you sent me a thing about DJ D Nice. I, I'm not familiar with him, but apparently he had a big. I, I wasn't yeah, either. I just, I just thought yeah, it was I, like all these guys were hit hard, man. Yeah. Well, the most recent one you sent me just the other day was Sturgill Simpson tested positive for right. coronavirus, which, which that one, what jumped out at me was his what he explained about the frustrations he had with getting tested because they wouldn't test him because he didn't fit the the criteria. And I know uh, my wife, being a nurse, has told me that same thing that it's very very tight restrictions on who can be tested. So I could understand his frustrations if he he maybe didn't fit the criteria. Well, yeah, that what that tells us. Yeah, it just tells me a lot of what I think I already knew, which is they don't know. They didn't know enough, even, you know, in real time, the decisions are clouded by the information they have. And a lot of the information they have is not uh, good. And in this case, with the testing, they just don't have enough tests. So they're having to be right. judicious about who they give them to. Exactly. And Sturgill Simpson is a healthy man. So why he doesn't need it? It doesn't yeah, matter yeah. if he had it. You should treat it like he did. And he did well, that. That's, that's why so that, that was a headline that was probably spun in a way it didn't need to be spun. Because it didn't really matter that he got tested or didn't. He had it. He eventually found out, I guess. But, you know, the reality is it was spreading across Europe a lot earlier than they thought it was. Um, yeah. That's the take from the story. Uh, that should have been the take, right? So Well, and that's that was kind of my thought, too, is that's the take that's the take I, I got from it, because I thought to myself, you know, all these media outlets and even locally here reporting on, oh, we had one diagnosis of coronavirus or we've had no diagnosis. But in reality, this is only based on what they've tested. And if they're so tight and restricted, there could be way more people who are actually infected than we know. Right. And they're not saying that enough. And that's, no, that's, they're not. They do not say that enough at all. They just right. people look I, at the numbers and go like, well, man, there's whatever million people in Illinois, like so 600 people got it like today, whatever. Like and they're all in Chicago anyway, like that whole thing. So, uh, hey, just to, to wrap up the DJ talk. Yeah. DJ Black and Mild passed away from coronavirus, unfortunately. But DJ D. Nice hosted an online party 
that 100,000 people attended. That's that was cool. why I sent that one to you, because I was like, well, that's wild. I didn't know he had that many fans, considering neither yes. of us were heard of them. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, We'll change your face. So, yeah, there you go. That's and and John Prime and uh, talking celebrities that have passed away. I, I mean, he he went on to a ventilator a, a while ago, but he passed away last week too. Um, yeah. That is a, someone that I kind of grew up hearing as a child because my parents were fans. Um, oh, okay. And uh, you know, I I I, I that one kind of sucks. It's like, oh, that's too bad. And I went back and I, I listened to Marin uh, posted. Uh, to hit the podcast with him on it. So I went back and listened to that. Um, cool. He's incredibly interesting in a, in a very cool circle of other artists and, uh, you know, very well respected too. So that, that one's kind of tough, but there you go. That's my, okay. uh, seems to be, I mean, it seems to be touring musicians are hit pretty hard by this. I would say. Oh, I would, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, okay. Well, another one you sent. So th- I, I I read the article and it's I've never been good with biology and chemistry, but uh, so maybe uh, it, I got got that uh, hazed look when I was reading it. I think the the key ingredient to Corona test is from Yellowstone National Park, but that which is pretty amazing actually. Just uh, there was a story about how the testing the uh, I forget the enzyme or something that they yeah. found in the the hot baths of Yellowstone that can withstand super hot temperatures they they were able to take that enzyme and use it for testing it helps it 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 i forget the testing they when they do testing they have to duplicate i shouldn't i'm going to be talking on my ass on this well it's it's small samples of genetic material by uh, make by making millions of copies uh yeah that's it it's a polymerous chain reaction and the copying process puts a lot of heat on the original sample, and I guess it can destroy it, as they <clears throat> as they put it, like the same effect of when you heat up an egg, how it how it changes, and that this enzyme they've got pulled out of Yellowstone hot baths by adding that to it, that it can withstand the temperatures of the of the duplication, which is interesting. Did not know any of that. Right. I thought I thought it was cool, like what they. The point, the point of that story, I thought that was interesting, is we're always looking, and I'm a huge space buff, so whenever they're discovering new stuff in outer space, I always, you know, I, I clickbait it. I'm so easy. And But in reality, it's they said something in that article about, you know, they're finding these enzymes and alien-like beings that are in these extreme situations on Earth that we've yet to, there's still so much of it that we haven't discovered, like in the, the hot vents under the sea, uh, and, and a lot of different places where we haven't really investigated. Uh, it's just interesting what we haven't discovered here on Earth. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to be left to be discovered just in our own planet. And yeah. a lot of biosystems that we don't understand. So It always frustrates me when you, because, you know, Elon Musk, he wants to go to Mars. And they talk about, oh, I've seen people on, or I've listened to people on podcasts say stuff like, oh, when we get to Mars, what are we going to do? Are we going to terraform it and make it like an Earth-like planet? And I think to myself, what about, like, if things got that bad on Earth, wouldn't we start with trying to terraform Earth or repair Earth if we had that technology? I don't know. That always, it's like the, that, yeah. something stupid about that, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. It's like, yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, I I, it's sent, beyond my comprehension for sure. You sent one more story, which I laughed at because I think most of us who live here in rural Illinois couldn't help 
but have had a thought like this cross your mind. And it was a story about rural counties alternative to social distancing is to uh, secede Illinois, like the rural parts of Illinois seceding or breaking away from Chicago or having Chicago break away from Illinois or, or vice versa, whichever one, which is a, you know, an absurd thought uh, in reality. It could never possibly happen, but I certainly can understand the sentiment because when we're all like getting locked down and we're seeing businesses go under and, and struggle, you think to yourself, well, isn't a lot of this due to Chicago, not really rural America. So I, I enjoyed that. I thought that was, uh, that was, how can you, yeah. I mean, I, you can't help but agree with it to his, on a certain level, right? Right. The, and the article is very well written. It's from ProPublica. Um, it's how rural counties consider alternative type of social distancing, kicking Chicago out of Illinois. That's it. Um, yeah, there yes. it is. Yeah, that's so, it. yeah, it's, it's uh, ProPublica is a, it's a nonprofit newsroom that investigates abuses of power. And I've actually stumbled into a handful of their, their articles and stuff out there, and I think they're uh, they do a really thorough job in what they write about. So if, you, if you're kind of a deep dive into this topic, I know cool. Illinois is not the only state where people in, in more rural areas feel that the, um, uh, the the urban centers are the ones that are, are hurting or, or you know uh, driving policy and it's not fair. And it's like, right, yeah, and I think that's fair. Right? I, I don't, I think, but that's why we have checks and balances in our in our state government too. So there's there's yeah, I mean, Pritzker is definitely seems to be favoring Chicago, but he has to do that's where the majority of the people live. Um, right. So and there's a lot more to it than than anything that we're going to talk about on here. But California has often talked about splitting in two. Um, yeah, that's right. You know, to, you know, and, and, and it's just not that simple. And I think Illinois without Chicago is Kentucky. So, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I <laughs> When it when it's all said and done, I really don't think we want to lose Chicago. When I actually is, think it, it's a it's a surplus too for the state, meaning financially, uh, it's it's a, it's a plus. It's a net I plus. It uh, he, and I know I, I, I don't I haven't seen the raw numbers. I'm just saying <laughs> it's a net yeah. positive. I love being near a world class city. I think it's awesome. One of my favorite parts about going to Chicago a lot of the times is leaving, um, but <laughs> I still like it. Yeah, um, I, I love the ability to be able to go into the city and see a show, but I also get the, the you know, when if you're especially if you're deep south and you're seven hours away, you you got to be like six hours or whatever it is to get down to um, what's the deep deep? There's a uh, metropolis. Oh yeah, the, way down there, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that that's like a whole different world though down there. Right. Yeah, uh, and and if you're if you're down there, I, I I don't know what it's like to live that far away from the city, and I I could see that resentment, but. Um, we didn't make this. I don't. I, I didn't. I don't know if I saw the how the states got their shape uh, episode on Illinois, but um, yeah, it just is what it is. And well, we benefit. Yeah, we we kind of live in a nice sweet spot where we get the benefits of all the the you know Chicago and Rock Rock uh, Rockford and all the Quad Cities and that. It's kind of lucky in that respect. But yeah, the farther you go down there, I could totally see how people are getting pissed off right now. Mm-hmm. Especially when you see the map of the number of uh, uh, corona cases that have been, you know, that they've found and you just don't see them down there. You don't see very many. So I, I, I get the frustration. I get it. Well, and that, and that that's it depends on how you look at it. Um, you know, and that if I were down there, I'd try to be positive about it. So, well, we're lucky. 
we're not getting it because then now if we do what we're supposed to do, we shouldn't have terrible outbreak. Now, right. maybe those people are willing to take their chances and by all means go go right on ahead. And I think there's a lot of people around here that are doing that. Speaking um, of that, were you slightly creeped out when they released that story about Illinois doing really well with social distancing and they based it on cell phone movement? Thought no. that was. Did, did you see that? I, mean, I thought yeah, I, was, I saw it, but that doesn't bother me, man. We've I, already given up all of our data and information. I don't, don't I know, look at it. Your house is bugged, John. I, I know mean, it is, but I don't want to be reminded of it. It's just <laughs> I try not to think about it. And when I saw that story, I'm like, oh, that's right. They're tracking me all the time. Yeah. Oh, you. Uh, I mean, I, I I said to Stephanie, she's not. We're a little sickness in the house, but I was like, hey, I'm thinking about ordering, doing a pickup for Chipotle. And five minutes later, she looked at her phone and she goes, just got an ad for Chipotle. <laughs> like, no way. Really? <laughs> of course you did. Oh, Why wouldn't God. you? Yeah, that's I don't like that. <laughs> well, but that's the world we live in. You know, that, yeah, that's what miss. keeps this stuff free, I guess, <laughs> or not free, depending on how you, your definition of free. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it, it kind of bugs me, but I mean, we, we're not, it, we're not, the federal government isn't seizing that data and then coming to your house and telling you, get, writing you a ticket or taking you to jail. Right. Which right. seems to be the worst place you could be if you don't want to get coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just stay the hell out of prison or, or, or the, the county building or wherever. Right. Um, because that happened, we didn't talk about that at all. But they had they had a couple cases that were reported in and for the LaSalle County, right? Yeah, the county building, I believe. Yeah. Like you said, someone yeah, read yeah. that story to the media. Whoops. Yeah. Well, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> Personally, I mean. No, I mean. They work the for the public. taxpayer, do they not? <laughs> yes, we have a right to know. I mean, maybe they could put it out. They could put that information out there on their terms. The folks that are in that building, maybe they didn't get all the facts right. So maybe there's more to be heard, but who knows? Clayton, with all this downtime, you got any good shows you've been watching? Netflix or any Hulu or any of those types of things? I mean, I, I did the Tiger King. I think we talked about that, didn't we? Oh, yeah. We, no, that was when we were playing the video game. So oh, okay. Like, yeah, and I, yeah. I kind of checked out a little bit during that one. Just kind of let the Sandman take me out. Um, yeah. Just fell asleep in my chair while my wife watched. I, I think Bill Burr said it best. He's like, when the one guy like turned out, the one dude like took the guy that was straight and made him his his girl boyfriend or whatever it was. It, I, I, I don't whatever. It, I have no care about any orientation or whatever you want to be but that just was like jesus what is this trash like <laughs> it's just 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 insane drug-fueled uh just debauchery and weirdness like and, yeah. and and just i mean and i guess that's what's it's so sensational it's so crazy that's what draws people to it but like i, I don't know man did you did you watch it no i haven't watched it yeah, I think, and then when Bill Burr said that, I was like, man, you're right. That's I was like, even before that, I was like, this is just a bunch of hillbillies doing some hillbilly shit. Like, that's how I saw it. It's like, they're they're trying to make out, they're, they're like playing zoo. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to, we're going to have a zoo now, aren't we? And we got ourselves some time to see they ain't dangerous. And then, like, the one person had their arm bitten off. And they're like, it's her fault. So, okay. <laughs> Whatever. I guess they're right. And then I and then it gets just way weirder after that. And you're like, 
I don't know. Like it's really twisted. It kind of reminds me of um, oh, it's got a little bit of like cultish vibe, um, Wild Wild Country. Uh, if you remember that one from like three years ago, the documentary oh. about the uh, people in Oregon. The oh, what? I'm familiar with the people, but I I didn't see yeah. the documentary. Yet. That, that one's good, uh, but it, 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 this is just just nuts. So I can see why people would enjoy it. It just wasn't for me. Um, I, any pod or anything else? I I've been listening to my staples. Um, I don't know. How about you? Do you you got anything good? Uh, Netflix wise, I watched uh, the Chappelle show where he was not Chappelle show where he was given the Mark Twain Award. Did you watch the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. I don't normally watch get into award shows, but I'm being a huge fan of Dave Chappelle since the beginning of his standup. I mean, we've, you know, you and I, and we've, we grew up, we were of the age where that was just our comedian. I mean, he's always been that guy. And you saw him in Champagne. We did see him in Champagne. That was awesome. (laughs) It was. And the Chappelle show was just, there was nothing like it. And his recent comedy specials have been awesome. And so when he got that award, I, or I was happy to see he got the award and, and watching the show on Netflix is fun because they show a ton of old clips of stand-up routines and, mm-hmm. and they go back and forth between stand-up routines and clips from the Chappelle show. And it's, it's just a nice trip down memory lane. So I, I, I would recommend that if you are a Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle fan, I would definitely check that out. Although I was disappointed when I said something to, I was talking to my family uh, and I, well, I was talking to my wife about it and, and I said something about Mark Twain and and my my one my one son, who's a pretty well-read child, he reads a lot of books. He had no idea who Mark Twain was. And I'm like, don't they make you read Huck Finn or Tom Sawyer or anything like that? And no, he had no idea who any of those. And it's like, what the heck? It's like, oh, wait, that's right. They use words in there that they don't like anymore. So we, yeah, have, to, maybe. we, have, to, we have to shelter the kids from bad words. Maybe you need to pick up a nice copy of that i was thinking say, about it just here, to read say, this hey, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i mean i i i like the huck finn story especially mm-hmm. oh they're fantastic and so. really funny but uh yeah so that that was the i that that was netflix you know my my we watch we hadn't watched wrestling in a long time but we went ahead and did the uh i've been a member before but we I used a different email so I can get the free month of WWE Network again because uh, I know they just had the WrestleMania last weekend. They did it in their training facility, so I was kind of wanting to see how that all shook out. So oh, that's cool. Uh, that's, nice. We we did the um, we rented the new Trolls movie World Tour. Cool. Solid movie. Yeah. Recommended. We did uh, the Onward on Disney. Oh, we watched, watched that, that as well. It's pretty. Also good. enjoyed that movie. Um, Disney Plus gets some solid airtime in our house these days. Yeah, well. same it's here. Worth, worth every penny. And I don't know how they do it, but their interface and their screen, like the the quality of the picture is, is really good. And then, like, if you're on Netflix in the evening now, you can't even, like, really search for stuff because it's like us. It, 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 Bogged like, down? Yeah. You notice yeah. that or am I the only one? I've, no, I've seen it. We've been having some trouble with that, too. So I just think it's the, it's not anything for me. I mean, everything works in my house usually pretty well. So I still uh, think Netflix has the best fa- fast forward and rewind function of any streaming service. It's just because you can just push left and right and they show you the little thumbnails. 
mm-hmm. and nobody else really does quite. It doesn't work quite as simply as Netflix. They got that one right. They probably got it patented somehow, and that's why nobody else has it. But uh, yeah, that's that was the show I had. Otherwise, you know, pod talk. I have been listening to some different pods. Uh, you know, Common Sense with Dan Carlin, who does a hardcore history. Oh yeah, his was great. I enjoyed that. I mean, that's a little bit more political, but I like his show because I'm pretty independent voter and he's pretty independent kind of a guy. He goes, goes, well, that's why he calls it common sense. I mean, that's kind of his shtick. And he, but he never does a show. He hasn't done a show in forever. And it took and he, him 30, 30, like 30 ish attempts to record this one. Yeah. He's just, he's very picky. And when I was listening to it, all I could think was like, dude, just don't. Listen yeah, to just it. Put it. Just out. put it out. Yeah, like, right? trust me, we're gonna we're most of your audience is forgiving. Um, now, what makes him is what makes him the talent that he is, and probably got him where he is, is that uh, perfectionism and his attention to detail. So, and I know True. you got a, a hint of that, and at least in the recording quality. Now, no one ever we can't get a lot of crap for the quality of our recordings because he do such a phenomenal job on cleaning everything up and making well, it sound that- good. That goes back to the uh, old days of us when we were, you and I were very, we were kind of audiophiles, you know, with our stereo equipment. Oh, right. That's kind of hung with me ever since. Back when we were recording mini discs and stuff. Yeah. Well, we were, yeah, you're just aware of the, you sort of understood the lingo, at least to an extent. And I think you probably took to the editing stuff pretty quickly. It just made sense to you, being you're an engineer and everything. Well, that's else. I've been I've been fart button around with the that stuff since for a long time. I think we talked about that on a recent show. Yeah, like with the VHS to VHS recording and stuff like that. Well, and editing stuff into those. And you know what's funny is I, I was thinking about this when we went on our little break before. Is I, the room that I'm recording in? So I bought. You know, I moved to Peru last year, and I bought my parents the house that we moved to when i was a kid and my grandparents had owned it before that it was a house that my mom basically grew up in and the room that i'm in now is in the, in the basement it was where my grandpa had all his ham radio equipment oh neat so, yeah so <laughs> it kind of comes from full circle like people in the community used to come over here to call like if they had a, a son or a daughter or niece nephew or whatever on a, on a boat like a, in the navy or something on a ship or somewhere overseas, they could use the ham radio to talk to them, and people would just come over. And my grandpa would, you know, hook them up and get them get them plugged in that way. So, I, I do think it is kind of neat that that I'm doing a podcast that's <laughs> in the same space that he used to do his ham radio stuff in. Yeah, yeah, neato. Awesome. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll I, I, maybe I'll tweet out the uh, picture of the. Uh, there's actually still in the basement ceiling rafters. There's his his ham radio license plate uh, uh-huh. still there, so cool. I just left it be. So neat. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have much more. I mean, I've been listening to a lot of the staples. I, I like that revisionist history. Is they've he's re-releasing some shows. He just did the Paraplaxis uh, Elvis episode. He just re-released oh, that yeah. one, which is a which is a good one. It's got Jack White in it. He goes and sits down yeah. with Jack White. That's a really good episode. So that one pisses off that one. Elvis fans, that's for sure. What's that? <laughs> so, one of the Elvis fans that I know, boy, did that piss him off because all the stuff about Priscilla on there and so it pisses just, somebody off that you know. Yeah, like it, it just it, because he's such a big Elvis fan, he felt like it did him dirty. Oh well, if he if he then he shouldn't listen to that other Elvis episode he did. That's even worse. 
Is that the Paraplaxis one? No, there he he did. He, so Revisionist History has done two Elvis episodes. One was the Paraplaxis. That's one the where, laughing thing, right? That's one where yeah, he cannot sing okay, certain I'm lines of the songs I'm where he can't. Yeah, the other one was with the one where he ripped off like the the vibe, the the speech, everything word for word from a previous artist. Uh, like a, a, a oh, I can't yeah. remember I can't remember his name, but like they say, you know, oh, because it started off as like, what is, what does it mean to copy someone, you know, is and what is right and what is wrong? Because you can cover somebody, and people cover songs all the time, but but then they played Elvis's rendition of this other artist's song, and they played them side by side or right after each other, and they were identical. Everything about the vocal cues and everything were just identical. It was like, holy cow, he flat out ripped him off. And there was a lot of songs like that too. I, I don't remember the song. I have to have to look back at which one that was, but yeah, that one really did Elvis a disservice or, or well, not good for his credibility, I suppose. Yeah. I think Whatever. People, most, most people are already over it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. It's kind of like I, Michael I, Jackson at this point too. It's kind of like, well, I don't know, man, pretty good. <laughs> I don't, well, I, that, that I, I get in trouble for saying this, but, uh, that was a Dave Chappelle joke. He's like the Michael Jackson. He's like, uh, he's like, people call me a victim blamer because, you know, for example, Michael Jackson, you got in trouble for, for going after some young kids. But my question is, well, what were those kids wearing? <laughs> Maybe you know it's, it's like oh Jeez. he's always cross he's always crossing the line. Right. He's yes, crossing he the line. That's what he does. Oh. Well, anyway, but yeah, that's it. I don't have a lot of pod pod talk, and and um, we probably should wrap it up because I know you and I both have kids to attend to right now. Right, and yeah, we got I got we got dinner detail. We got to figure that out. You know, yep. we're we're running low on groceries since the. Oddly, during this self-isolation, all this stuff, we had a stomach bug go through. I think I already said that, but um, it's like, how, did, how does that happen? Uh, and yeah. I know some people go, well, sometimes the coronavirus starts out as that. And I was like, I, I, yeah, I know I'm, we're on the lookout for it. So far, really no fevers and no sore throats or anything like that yet. And I'm yeah. like four days into having bubble guts and whatnot. So I actually <laughs> feel a lot better yesterday and today. Uh, still not 100%, but I feel pretty good. So. I'm hoping that that isn't the case, or if it is, and that's all it was, then I'm even happier because then now I'm good. But yeah, just in case you just don't feel the need to tell me because I'm, I'm aware. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you read that. I read an article about that. That that you know some people their their symptoms start with uh, what appear to be more stomach flu. Yes. No, uh, I have so. seen that. Yeah. Oh. It seems to be different. There's been just a lot of different cases. It's. Kind of makes me optimistic that it's way more widespread. That would be actually be a really good thing, wouldn't it? And w- like tons of people have already had it. Say half the population's already had it, and we're we're and then this maybe was all for naught. Yeah, and we'll figure maybe. that out once they can get the testing in. It seems <laughs> unlikely, but yeah, we can. Hope. I just, I just, I mean, I mean, what I'm I'm looking at this from. Sorry to carry on, but I'm ready to wrap up. I, I'm looking at it from like the perspective of it was like, okay, so in ten or fifteen years, what's the storyline going to be? And like as information comes available, where are the curveball is going to come in? Like, what what didn't we expect? Or what what sort of details from this whole thing are going to come to light later that would have changed the course if we knew them ahead of time? And, and I'm not using it as a way to say, well, they should have or shouldn't have, but just saying, what, what, do we, what sort of assumptions are we making now that are wrong? 
uh, and what are we not looking at that we should be? You know, those kind of from those two perspectives. So that's my take. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah, this is a good Skype pod, John. Uh, yeah, this not, was fun. Not going as long as we have. Neither of us are drinking. Uh, no, I've got a Coca-Cola Classic sitting next to me. Nice. I had some water. I'm just rehydrating. Well, Good hopefully job. we can we can try to do this again. You know, maybe in shorter. Now that we know we can do this, I didn't realize this is kind of a recent discovery. So uh, we can try to do it maybe a little more often. But, yeah. Uh, well, and if people want, I mean, maybe we could do a Patreon episode with my potty stories because I got some pretty crude humor that I thought of, but <laughs> I want to share it on the podcast. <laughs> well, that's a perfect segue. Hey, patreon.com. Uh, check out the show, the link on this particular episode on your podcast player. There should be a link to go to our Patreon and, and you can support our show. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, John. Yep. Yeah. Talk to you later, Clayton. See, See ya. Bye, everybody.